0: And so, my fellow Americans, ask what you can do for your country. All right, welcome back, guys. We're here with Episode 4 of Somewhere in America, where, you guessed it, we talk about ours and everyone else's adventures of somewhere in America. Joined with me today, I got uh, Trey Yates and Jalen Barnett and Dakota Gothard.
1: What's going on, guys? What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Yeah, it's good to be back. We missed a week. It was mostly my fault, but no, nah, I, yeah, I was I was pretty busy too,
2: brother.
0: Oh, well, that's okay though. But what I mean, you had a big week though. Look at it right. You're getting ready for your uh, jujitsu tournament. Is that what it is?
1: Yep. Yeah, I got a jujitsu tournament coming up in June, June twenty second. Not too fa- Not too far along, so yeah i'm excited though we have my coach's black belt he's a third degree black belt from indiana he's coming down this weekend so we got a seminar on saturday and hopefully he'll teach us a lot of things and i'm i'm learning a lot just watch some videos on youtube figure out you know how to do a certain move or how to control a certain position and then i go in in the mornings and i implement it and if i can you know and if i can't then I wait for somebody who knows what they're doing to teach me how to do it. But it's kind of hard. Mostly I've just been going in the mornings, and there's another guy that goes with me. And he's a lot stronger than me, so i got to use a lot of technique, which is good because that's ultimately what's going to help me win. But, yeah, so he doesn't know any more than I do, so we're kind of teaching each other what to do. But the experience of just rolling and just being in those situations is good too, so. I think I'll be ready for the tournament. and I don't got to cut any weight. I got to be below 170 pounds and above 160. And right now I'm sitting at like 168. So as long as I can maintain my weight, then I should be good to go. And I'm excited. I'm confident too. So oh, that's
0: what I think I'm I'm interested in. I'm sure other folks are too. What uh, What is like a normal days of training entail <laughs> as far as that?
1: I guess it depends on how, how deep you are into it i mean like professionals they train three times a day five days a week you know but uh for me it's about three days a week in the mornings and that's mostly technique Uh, learning a new move learning a new submission and just drilling it until it becomes second nature and then the last 30 minutes you do a full speed you know 100 percent strength roll that helps with conditioning also and gets you used to somebody else pushing back on you and resisting because when you're when you're just going through the motions they're not resisting you and so it seems easy but then as, some, as soon as somebody's using all their strength to keep you from doing that it's a whole different ball game you can't really you can't really implement it as easy as you'd think you would so that's where it's kind of like mental chess you got to be patient and wait for them to make a mistake, and then make your move so it's pretty fun but then on the weekends saturdays kind of a uh, some people show up and we do some strength and conditioning and and roll a little bit and then sundays is competition training so we drill a little bit we do some conditioning work on some just ground movement and stuff like hip escapes and stuff shrimps and then yeah then we roll get ready for the competition walk walk,
0: walk me through what a hip escape is
1: so i am in somebody's in my guard or yeah somebody would be in my guard which means i'm on my back and somebody else is sitting in front of me and i have my legs wrapped around their back and a hip escape would be if they're trying to pass to my side which is a more dominant position I would put my foot on their hip and push away push my hips away from their body and kind of escape their their grip and their uh, their control so yeah that's basically I, a hip escape. I
2: actually kind of envy you that you're able to do this I wish that <laughs> I didn't start work so early in the morning so that I could start doing this I'm not in very good yeah. shape though so I'd probably die um, I was going to ask no, you, though, what what is the what is the tournament like? Is it just kind of going off tap outs, or what, how does that work?
1: Oh, yeah. Good question. So, I'll go in. It's on Saturday. I'll go in about 9 o'clock, weigh in, sign in, make sure everything's good, make sure that my weight class is full enough. Otherwise, I'll have to be moved up a weight class. Uh, so, go in, and then each position – Earns points. So there's four basic positions. You have side control, mount, back control, and side control, mount, back control, and oh, and guard. So you don't get any points for guard Uh uh, because you're on your back, right? So you're not in a dominant position, but because your legs are around them and locked down, your position is more controlled. So I like to work off my back because I'm not very good at takedowns. Takedowns also earn you points. So, if I if I shoot for a takedown and I don't end up on top, but he ends up falling down, I get 1 point. If I shoot for a takedown, take him all the way down and control him, I get let's say he puts me in his guard, I get 2 points because I'm on top, but I'm not in the dominant position. But if I take him down and end up taking his back, which is two points, mount him, which is two points, or take side control, which is two points. Then I get a total of four points. Now, that's not really really my game plan because I am not good at takedowns. I haven't really drilled it a lot. But most likely what I'm going to do is pull go- pull him into my guard, and he doesn't get any points for the takedown because he didn't take me down. I brought him down with me. So it doesn't give him any points, and it doesn't. It doesn't give me any points either but at least i'm not scared of the takedown anymore and i can work my magic but yeah it's a four minute round at the end of the round if we're tied in points then the judge who is also the referee will decide who the winner was based on amount of control and aggression and stuff like that or submission and it's just let's say you the three of us are in a tournament and i go against jalen first if i tap jalen Jalen will he's he's done I mean and it's that it's that fast it can happen in you know 10 15 20 seconds and uh so Jalen's done and then I wait three hours and then I fight Trey and if I win then I'm the winner and then you two battle it out for second place so uh, gotcha yeah. okay
0: how's how's jiu different than uh than that what was the big boxing was it a boxing match that was this weekend
1: yeah yeah. Well, that okay, big so big old
0: homeboy That, was, <laughs> what are the that gives doing? me hope. That gives <laughs> me hope. I, <laughs> yeah. I loved like all the pictures I was seeing with that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. So boxing is just hands, right? No kicks, no takedowns, just stand up, punch each other in the face. Jiu jitsu is no strikes at all. Jiu Jitsu is no kicks, no punches, no slams. I can't pick you up and slam you on the ground. The takedown has to be uh a little bit more reserved so jiu-jitsu is more about technique and yeah so i think i mean back in the olden days when jiu-jitsu was first becoming a sport it was mostly about self-defense so if somebody on the street takes you down or you know is trying to punch you you take them down now you know what to do on the ground it's to give you an advantageous position because anybody can get lucky and throw a a hard punch and knock you out but nobody can if you know what you're doing on the ground nobody can accidentally submit you you know what i mean right if you know how to defend yourself and then turn into a good position get them on their back or whatever you know you're if you have a little bit of training i've been doing this for four months if you have a a little bit of training you can really impose your will on them and like guys at work will be like oh how good are you i was like well i'm a white belt which is a beginner but I'm way better than you, and so like if you guys were to come into the gym with me, you'd be like, "Holy shit, this guy's good." But I'm nothing compared to like what's out there, you know. It's just a little bit of experience is goes a long, long ways. Right. So just, did y'all watch that boxing match this weekend? I didn't. I just watched the highlights. What about you, Jalen?
2: Yeah, I just watched the highlights.
1: That was pretty crazy intense though. From, from the yeah. From the highlights actually made Yeah. Uh, yep. No, that, that black dude, uh, Anthony Joshua, he's from England. He, uh, I think a lot of people just saw him coming in and dominating because this dude was just a short, fat Mexican dude. and I mean, nobody really expected him to do anything, but, yeah, it was good. Speaking of fights while we're on it, um,
2: Donald Cerrone this weekend. Yes. What do you think, Lakota? I got cowboy all the way
1: i would love for cowboy to win just because he's probably he'd probably be next in line for a title shot if he wins but tony ferguson is on an 11 fight win streak he hasn't lost in i don't know eight years or whatever it is yeah and he's just an animal he's no, just he is, but strange and
2: dude i'm i'm on so so the cowboy. cowboy train i'm i think he <laughs> can do it all man i think he can yeah he can go to the ground he can stand up and fight he can kick
1: oh for sure I mean, he's got he's got the tools he needs. Oh, it's yeah. just a matter of
2: anything can happen, though. It's,
1: it's true, yeah. I mean, it's a fight. It's like I I don't think I could ever bet on a bet on a fight because uh, anything could happen.
2: I yeah, I've, I said that before. That's I think that's one of the hardest ones to get, that people bet on because so much can happen.
0: Yep. yep. Well, I I don't know much about fighting, but I'm a big sports betting guy, so. That's yeah. what, I'm in, I'm in Las Vegas right now and I bet on a uh, bet on the Raptors right for tonight's game against the the Golden State Warriors.
1: So game good. 3 of the finals. Um, and it's it's tied 1-1, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's it's 1-1, but then they're going back to Golden State. But Yeah, so they're in Toronto yeah, in, today? No, they no they're going to Golden State tonight. Oh, okay. tonight. So gotcha. they played the first two games in Toronto. But you have KD and Clay Thompson are both out, so I'm feeling pretty oh. confident about the about the bet. Raptors, and they had the Raptors six point underdogs. So, wow. You know, we'll see how we'll see how it goes. I don't. I don't. I don't have strong ties either way. I, I guess I want to see the Raptors win, um, just because yeah. I don't want to see the Warriors win. So again, <laughs> but, yeah. I only. So I'm, I'm only going for the Warriors
2: because my little sister, she's a huge Warriors fan. Other than that, oh, I yeah. I don't keep up with basketball too much. I wish I did though.
0: Yeah, the, the Raptors got a guy that played at New Mexico State. Oh no, kidding? Really? So, so that'll be kind of cool. I mean, he he scored 30 points in game one. He went Dang. off. So I mean, he's uh, his last name Siakam, and he's a stud. So we'll see. Huh. We'll see how he does tonight. It'll be interesting. I, one thing I know that Kevin Durant's sitting there, and he's hoping that uh, the Warriors can keep it together. Or I I don't know if with Kevin Durant, he hasn't played any in these finals yet. He's been injured, so I'm I don't know whether he wants the Warriors. To, <laughs> to lose tonight so he can come back in game four or game five and, and make him look like he's the hero or their saving right. grace right. or if he wants to win as a team but i feel like that his whole legacy as an nba uh, superstar is, and you know right is hinging on this series because he's he has two he has two rings right now he has two titles but both of those titles came with the warriors so mm-hmm. i put like a little asterisk by him i think because i don't know if those are uh I don't but know if yeah. those will hold up when it comes to, yeah, if, you know, those the Warriors won before he got there and then they won two more after he got there. Right. So I think that's why a lot of people are predicting him to uh, go somewhere else after the season so he can try to, you know, finish his own legacy and make that be his. So Yep. Make sure, so that way he can put his own skins on the wall, I guess, is the way yep. I'd say it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, it's hard when you got a team full of studs. I mean, right. Steph Curry's a stud. Klay Thompson's a stud. Draymond Green's a stud. Like... Every, boogie, everybody's really, really good. And then you add – I mean, he's amazing too. But, like, yeah, I, yeah, I know what you're Kevin, saying.
0: Kevin Durant's impossible to guard on defense whenever he's yeah. in, the, in the zone. You know, yep. Steph Curry has some limitations because of his height. Mm-hmm. But Kevin Durant, you know, he, he can get a shot whenever he wants it. He's, he's, S- yeah, Steph he's Curry can handle the rock though, foot.
2: brother.
1: He can. He can dribble again yeah uh i think it's funny you say you can dribble good like like oh yeah that dude just dribbles good <laughs> but no it's like it's insane insane handles so yeah what are you doing in vegas just hanging yeah, out
0: we're here for, we're here for uh my uh, software conference gotcha so we um, we're we're just here for two days I'm going back on uh, friday but uh, now it's it's been fun. You know the conference starts tomorrow, and we've been uh, we got in last night, hanging around today, playing some uh, blackjack, eating some good food, playing yeah. a lot of free bet blackjack. So I don't know if uh, I mean you know you I'm sure you know how to play blackjack. and We've played right. together, but if you free bets just adds a completely different uh, twist Dynamic. to the
1: game. So. Yeah. What
0: what is it like? So what's the, the way well, it it's a just a different. Form a blackjack, you're still going for 21, but anytime you would have a 9, 10, or 11, where you would double down or you mm-hmm. would split, the house does it for you. So because of that, the house Ooh. is betting their money on you, so you don't have to double your bet, which uh-huh. means you can win, You can still win double, but you don't lose double if if you, if, if, yeah, you know if if, you if, if they the if the, yeah if the dealer has better cards. So that's where I think that the uh, that's, that's that's where cool. I, I enjoy it. But the only yeah. problem is, and it you know, casinos don't give up something just to, right. just to you know. So they they all of course have some caveat with that, and their caveat is the dealer can push all the way up to twenty two. Oh. But, but I'm okay giving that up every time because the way I see it is, even at twenty two, you're pushing, you're not losing. Right. Yep. So. Hmm. So it is a it is a fun game, you know. It's uh, definitely just like any type of blackjack. When it's hot, it's hot. When it's not, it's. It's not you know yeah and uh, you, you can make a lot of money fast you can also lose a lot so.
1: Yep. are there side bets but, there like like normal yeah yes
0: yeah. yeah so they have a side bet uh, at least at where we're playing at uh, the win um, they have a side bet called the pot of gold uh-huh. and the, the pot of gold is um, depending on how many times you split or double you could win you know whether it's three to one for one split or a double or mm. then it's, it goes up to ten to one 15 to one thirty mm. to one hundred to one and Three hundred to one if you could split seven times, but just split seven times is just ridiculous. You know that's that means right. you got to have two sevens and then they throw out another seven. They throw then they throw out another seven. Yeah. And then you and what, pull a three or a four, you know, so you could then you would double down. So
1: yeah. What are you What are you doing like? Uh. Oh shoot! Like four card decks or more than four? No, I, no yeah, four they're, usually, they, they're usually ten to twelve. Oh geez.
2: Dang, yeah. How long does it usually last? Uh,
0: you know, a shoe will take, a, I don't know, depending on how many people are playing, it's up 20 minutes, 30 minutes.
2: So wow. so it's not yeah, like it those crazy fast. hour-long matches?
1: Well, with Blackjack, yeah, no, you can just kind of play as long as you want. Sit down and play a hand, and if you you know, just get up and leave again. So. I, yeah, I yeah, don't we'll... know
2: much about we'll... cards, to be completely honest with you.
1: I know how to play Uno and Go Fish and all that
2: but when it comes, <laughs> it comes to this comes stuff to I don't
1: know. Yeah. Yeah. No, we got to we should go to the casino, I don't know, even in like Redoso or Santa Fe or yeah. whatever No, yeah, is fun. Yeah. It'd be fun just to sit and play blackjack and have some drinks. That was that was when I was in Vegas. It was cool that you just sat down and come and take your order and free drinks as long as you're playing at the table so that was yeah no,
0: that's that's what we love about coming to las vegas is you know we're here and we don't we don't do it like most uh, normal people do vegas where you're staying up till three or four in the morning you know you, we come and uh, we will go play some cards during the day and then i go eat a nice dinner uh lexi loves it because there's really good shopping mm-hmm. i like it because i like to play blackjack and food's always good so you know there's amazing restaurants in Las Vegas. So the hospitality yeah. industry right here is just crazy. So yep, it's definitely, it's definitely a pay to play place though. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, that's, it's what, what can someone do for me today? And you know, if you can afford it, then it's uh, you can have a great time. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. I thought what was cool was like, you walk into the casino and they've got like each casino has, you know, on the strip, they've got their, their themes or whatever and they have restaurants that are that theme like Paris or whatever. has some French restaurants and French cafes and then but it's like in the casino and you can eat and then walk out and start playing slots or whatever and uh, go to the tables. Also the sports uh, well, I don't know what you call it, but the you know the sports, sports betting sports. area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's cool. It's it's just like tables and then a bunch of TV screens and places to go bet, and I thought it was cool.
0: Yeah, no, yeah. we we come every year for the Super Bowl, and uh-huh. that's, that's the best time to be in Las Vegas. You can bet on all kinds of different things at the game, and then get all get together and watch the game. You know, it's that's the best way to do it. It's a lot of fun. So
1: yeah, yeah, that'd be a lot of I fun. I think we've been we've been five years in a row now for the Super Bowl. So wow, that's cool. And then like each, you know, you can bet point spread and. You can bet on who wins the game and who's like you can bet different bets inside like not just they're gonna win the game you know and that's fun yeah, the, too. all
0: the all the different side bets are what makes it uh, fun like you know when you're here during the super bowl you can bet on how long the national anthem is or what oh, color right. uh, the performer is gonna wear at halftime no uh, kidding you can, you can bet on all kinds of stuff like that yeah you can yeah it's all the side bets and the prop bets are what makes uh makes Vegas fun for the Super Bowl.
2: That's the stuff that's cool. I would be betting on, not the game.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool.
2: What do you guys think about this weather that's been going on lately around here? Trey, I don't know if Dude, you've been in... around lately, but... have, no, yeah, I mean, have you seen what's going on, Usually in Trae?
0: southeastern New Mexico, we don't get the severe weather that we've had in the last, I don't know, I'd say 10 days, but
2: every night we've had... a Severe thunderstorm warnings and there's been yeah, yeah. Well, it's shoot, tornado warnings and yeah. hail and the, all kinds of crazy. the tornadoes. I think we hit a record for how many tornadoes we've already had. I think it was like eleven or twelve. I know yesterday there was one hovering right above you, Lakota. I don't know if you saw that. Uh huh. Yeah, there was one that was starting to form. Obviously, it didn't touch down, but yeah. But yeah, wow. speaking of speaking of all the rain. It's gonna be pretty good for that antler growth, especially for our hunts. Oh
1: yeah, oh
0: yeah. Yeah, but the mountains haven't gotten much at all though the last.
1: Huh. Yeah. No. We had on Sunday night. On 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 Sunday night we had some pretty heavy winds, and knocked down, knocked off a big branch of our at our in our tree, and I had just moved the car under the carport, and it would have landed right on the car. No way. I mean, I literally. Like heard something crash. I was like, "Huh, that's weird," and got out of the car, turned around, and there was a branch, big ass branch, just sitting on the ground where the car was. I was like, "Oh man, I'm glad I got that out of there." But no, that was crazy. I, I yeah, I couldn't believe it. And then I was gonna go outside, dude. My wife got these cushions upholstered for like our patio furniture, and uh, so she was like, "You need to go outside and you and get the." get the cushions so that they don't blow away you know because the wind was pretty bad so i walked out the back door and the wind was blowing from the north and my back door faces south so i walked out walked out the back door looked, peeked around the corner and saw pecans starting to fly off my tree you know pecans that hadn't come down yet and wait hold
2: on did you say pecans
0: maybe pecan what do you call it you can't hold it against him he he didn't grow up
2: in uh (laughs) yeah what did you call sorry guys
1: I don't know. I thought I said pecans. Maybe I said pecans. I don't know. Just don't don't say pecans. pecans. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Sorry to interrupt you. We just had to clear that up real quick. (laughs) Everybody knows what I was saying. (laughs) But uh, no, so these pecans were coming at me like light speed, you know? And uh, so I was like, maybe I don't want to go out there. And as soon as I decided, no, I'm not going to go, like 50 of them. Exploded all over my shed wall, like exploded. They hit so hard that they exploded, yeah. and my little kid's pool flew out the backyard. Like, it was gone. My backyard was trashed. We had and, we yeah, had it.
2: six of our uh, work vehicles that were totaled from uh-huh. the hill. Jeez. I don't know if you ever, if either one of you guys saw the pictures in Hagerman, but yeah, that's where they that's were. It was insane. And it was bad. It was like golf ball size hill. and yeah, they were they were totaled. The windshields were completely. Wow. You couldn't. You couldn't see out of them or anything. It was bad. Wow.
0: And that's like we we've had severe weather, but the rest of the country is. I mean, the whole Midwest has just been hammered as well. And yeah. So you know there. I, I read an article the other day that was saying that ninety-two uh, percent of the corn crop that was like a, as last year's yields, ninety-two percent of it hasn't been planted this year. Holy cow. Jeez. Because because of the heavy rains and right. all the you know right. the fields are too muddy and they can't get the tractors in there to ply them up and they get everything planted. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, you know, I, I think there's going to be a short. There, there has to be a shortage in corn because the yields won't be there. Even if they get them planted in the next couple of weeks, they won't have enough time for it to grow to the full potential that the crop has. So, right. you'll have an increase in corn prices, which corn affects everything from right uh, beef to gasoline. Gas. You know, so you can, yeah. Yeah, so you'll you'll see the cattle prices rise. You'll see, you know, corn prices. I think you'll see the gas price rise as well because it's going to be a. They're going to have to find um, alternatives for that, you know, for that yeah. product. So.
1: Wow, that's crazy. Hmm. No, yeah, corn's in everything: corn starch, corn flour, corn tortillas, t- tortilla chips. I mean, you you're kind of. Yeah, corn's in everything. We gotta have it. Yeah,
0: I mean it's a major cash crop.
1: Needless to yeah. say we got to have it. Yeah. I have I have a weird relationship with corn. This is, maybe this is weird, but I don't like to you know, you don't digest it right. So, I don't like to eat just plain corn and then later when after, you know, digestion has taken place, I don't like to see the corn. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, don't, so. I don't think anybody likes that. So, I I don't really like to eat just corn. And I don't, maybe that's weird. Maybe. Dude, I, I could eat I corn know. on the cob all day. If it's that sweet corn, I could eat it all oh, day. Yeah. yeah. See, and it doesn't really bu- Oh, also, I had braces for a while. And b- corn with braces doesn't really work. So yeah, I feel you on I that. Stopped, I stopped doing that. And then I was just like, no, oh, I don't need corn, maybe. So,
2: yeah, the the rain also affected us out in the oil field, building uh, the well locations. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh, the 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 amount of water and the mud that was out there. So we started doing these new, um, it's a new type of cellar for the wells, for the wellheads. Uh huh. And yep. um, we so we dig where the wells are. Usually there's six well pads. Um, we dig out about seven and a half feet. And then we set the cellars in, and they're like like a 10 by 10 square that they're going to be okay. drilling through. And that filled up. I think we had four and a half feet of water in them. So we had to get the water Jeez. trucks in there and pump all that out. Wow. Yeah, it was crazy. And then, of course, if the pad's too muddy, then we can't put the dozers on there. We can't put the blades on there. Mm-hmm. So that slows down production. Yep. yep. Which uh, that, that kind of Ransom's sucked.
1: wife. Yeah. No, Ransom's wife is a pumper and she, she said she was out there and hail was killing animals like there were dead birds all over the place. Oh yeah, uh, I believe it. And she said that the hail was so bad out in her on her route and stuff that they had it was so thick and so heavy and strong that they'd shut off the power switches to her wells. So her wells weren't producing for like fifteen hours or something like that. Oh man. Yeah. yeah and she got an alert and went out there and everything like at 2 in the morning she got an alert and you know she's on call she had to run out there right. and check it and uh, everything looked fine like her, her, her main switch was on but it's just one of the switches on the well itself uh, was off and she didn't even think to check that but uh, so she got Excel or CVE whoever provides their power she got the power company out there, and they were like, no, you got power to your well. I don't know what the deal is. And so she finally went and checked the motor on the well, and sure enough, it, it had been switched off on, like, the majority of her wells. it's right. crazy.
2: Dang it. I know uh, this is kind of off the topic, but it's still oil-filled. We, uh, we're starting a job with 150-well pad, bro. Can you believe that?
1: One pad that's got hundred and fifty wells on it. Yes, sir. No way. Dude, yep. that's insane.
2: Yeah, that's crazy.
1: How big is the pad?
2: Uh man, don't don't give me lying, but I believe it's two thousand by two thousand feet. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I gotta go serve it tomorrow morning first thing.
1: How far apart are the wells?
2: Oh man, I forgot what it was. I know so it'll be in it'll be in six well, um like increments they'll be in six increments. groups yeah and they will be right. i think it's 27 feet apart i could be lying that could be just your average pad i'll, I'll find out more yeah. tomorrow when do i go you know, there do you know who's drilling it uh i don't know who'll be doing the drilling no
1: wow that's crazy our biggest package that we've got right now is i think 85 oh it's, yeah it's it's oxy but they're like they're you know they have 15 pads or whatever 16 right. pads it's not it's not 150 on one pad
2: yeah no we That's have crazy so like we uh we just started we just built two pads and it's the one where i'm talking about the sellers and there's gonna be yeah. so in texas you can have pits which is for the water right for the frack water Mm -hmm. and um, so 120 feet south of the pits you're going to have six wells and then another 120 feet you're going to have another six wells and then down in your southeast corner you're going to have another we're going to add on another pad a smaller pad and there's going to be another six wells so it'll be an 18-wheel pad we have two of those built those are that's the biggest that we have right now until we start you know this next job which will be 150 which is insane that's crazy to me they'll be on that for shoot i would think years drilling all that i wonder oh yeah i wonder how they're even going to do it if they'll have multiple wells on it or i mean uh rigs or what they'll do yeah
1: yeah wow yeah that's wild that's crazy i know that uh like two thousand feet. That's uh, almost a half mile by a half mile. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's pretty dang close. That's crazy. Uh, one of our, one of the companies we work for. I probably shouldn't say who it is. Uh, one one of the companies we work for made a huge investment on a, on a, project last year, and drilled, forty nine wells on seven pads. Uh-huh. Like four CTBs paved all the roads. One of their wells ended up producing something like four and a half million dollars in two months. Wow. Just crazy. You gotta there's hit one that, well of those 49.
2: You got to hit that sweet spot. Yep. And there's obviously it's crazy something. If we're about to do 150. It was 150 or 120. I don't remember. Either way, it's freaking. That's Either insane. It's but. Nuts there's gotta wow. be something under that ground right there
1: Hmm. yeah that's insane if only Trey you know a little bit about drilling don't you or at least exploration and yeah.
0: Yeah. stuff uh, I do but i do just trying to figure out what they think they're doing if they gonna drill 120 oh, gotcha. rigs there
1: so. yeah no that's for some that's, reason that's it an, doesn't sound
0: like a very good idea
1: it doesn't sound feasible but like when you got seven wells or whatever on a pad The the way those rigs move, they can, they crawl, which is weird. You know, they'll crawl thirty feet and drill. Especially, but
0: then the oil price dropped below fifty dollars today. I think you'll see a lot of layoffs coming on the next week, to two weeks, and you're going to see a lot of um, people starting to slow down production. Mm -hmm. Well, that that was my first thought. What happens in the next two or three weeks? Because it's not
2: it's not crazy right now, and so when when they when we got the job that we were ready to start it get the topo on it and build the models and all that stuff for the dozers that was what i thought it was holy cow we're about to do this maybe they'll maybe they'll just do a few at a time and then have a break i don't know i don't know they just they have to it. hold
0: enough to to keep from their pew claws so you have to you have um continuous drilling uh, requirements otherwise you lose your lease and so right as long as i keep a couple of wells going and they're held by production then they should be fine
1: right yeah so yeah, I was so, going uh,
0: to, I knew we had talk about this. This is completely different, but did, did y'all draw out for, uh, what did y'all, you, yeah. were you saying that you were going on a wilderness hunt? Is that what it was?
1: Yeah. So I have a elk hunt over kind of on the Western part of the state and it's, uh, yeah, it's in the wilderness. So I'm really excited for that. And it's just an elk hunt. Uh, that's the only thing I, that's the only, actually the only thing I put in for. And uh, bull, thank God bull I drew. Or cow? Uh, any sex. So if I don't get a, I think I'm gonna hunt for nine days. It's a 14 day hunt, so I'll hunt for nine or yeah, nine days. And hopefully, if I can, if I can get a decent bull in nine days, cool. And if not, I'll I'll just shoot a cow for, for the meat because we're hurting for meat. I still got a little bit of meat left over from that deer that I shot, on the ranch. And what
0: what day are you going, or, or uh, what?
1: The- yeah, it's the. Probably be the first week, first nine days in September, because the hunt is from the first through the fourteenth. So, yeah, somewhere in there. I also
2: envy you for getting that
1: tag. Yeah. Will Uh, will that be in the rut, Jalen?
0: Will that be like right before?
2: Oh man, it's gonna be close. It's. I think we talked about it last podcast. Uh, You know, it could start early, it could start really late, but if we're just going off of a normal year, it's gonna be close.
1: Yeah, probably the end of my hunt is when they're gonna really start rutting.
2: Yeah, it's not gonna be quiet. I I mean, I have no doubt that you're gonna get into some bulls screaming and in a little oh, bit of rut action, calling in elk and stuff. But uh, I think during that second hunt is it, it. I mean, it depends on the year, but I think during that second hunt is when it usually kicks off pretty crazy, and that's when it's just it's unbelievable out there in the woods.
1: Yep. Yeah my dad said actually though up there cuz it's a little different up there than it is in um, yeah yeah definitely 34 but my dad said that the last couple years that he'd drawn out he drew out one one day was or one one year I'm sorry he had the first hunt and it was right in the prime of the rut uh uh-huh. and then the next year he had the second hunt and it was right in the prime of the prime right. of the rut so yeah. he had gone he had, he had gone early and you know to set up camp and stuff and scout and uh yeah he said that if he would have had the first time it would have been a little bit more difficult they just weren't weren't talking as much so
2: yeah and i'm some guys might have, might disagree with me but i'm big on the weather so like me i oh, pray yeah? for rain in september it to me yeah. it's like a on and off switch once it starts raining those bulls are oh my gosh they're going just crazy going yeah and yep. I, me and you got to experience that last year. I know that.
1: Yeah. Once, that once it got so real fun. hot,
2: it was it was quiet. quiet. Was, the only thing you could hear was us walking. And then once that yep. weather started to cool off, I mean, it's just kind of like us, though. We're don't, we're not we not going to be out there going nuts when it's 80, 90 degrees out there. And once it starts cooling off, that's when we get up, go look for the ladies. You know what I'm saying?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, no I. Uh, I'm excited, what, what? Man. I
0: guess did you, did you go? Uh... Shit, fuck. <laughs> did y'all have not elk true. tags no. last year?
1: I didn't. No, I did elk,
2: not. A, no, I just. Uh, no. What? I'm fortunate enough that I get to guide quite a few elk hunters a year. I don't know how it'll be this year because I will have my little girl in August. At the end of August. And so, elk season will be right oh, after yeah. that. But I have the only thing I drew this year was I drew a deer tag with a bow in January, and that'll be during the rut. So that's that's pretty good. I'm also I'll get to hunt probably ten days, maybe a couple more, but we'll see how it goes. Me and uh, three of our other buddies, we all put in the draw together, so we all drew the same tag, and. We we found some new country this year, so I think everything's going to turn out pretty good. Pretty pretty soon, I'll probably start putting out some trail cameras, just to see how Yep. what's in the area and all that stuff. I'm sure everybody's about to start doing that for elk. For elk, you can start doing that. They've got quite a bit of quite a bit of antler antler growth already. I've seen quite a few pictures. Yeah, I've
0: yep. seen uh I've have seen, seen some up there too. Just kind of yeah going around. I was surprised to see that. It seems like every time I see mule deer now, though, then I, w- I won't see any when it time comes. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The hard part for me is my hunt is so far away. It's like a six-hour, seven-hour drive. So I can't yeah. just go up and scout for the weekend, you know? I got to go up three weeks in advance or more, set some trail cameras, go back, bring my computer, and then check out the pictures while I'm there, you know? So I think right. my dad's already yeah. got some trail cameras set and uh just kind of to see what's out there and he got a bear tag this year or he's going to get a bear tag this year also so because last time he awesome. was there it was packed full of bear
0: yeah no that will be awesome I, th- I think next week that should be our our topic I and mean, main focus is uh preparing for hunting season and seeing how we how um, y'all plan to do that so
1: yeah heck yeah no i uh i'm with it me too i need to shoot my bow some more but all right well Yeah, good conversation, guys. What do you
2: guys think about starting to wrap it up? Anybody else got anything to say?
1: I'm good. All right, well, I think it's about time to start wrapping up. Uh, Thanks for listening to episode four of the podcast.
2: Yep, we had fun making another episode. I know uh, we're still pretty early in our podcasting, but uh, we're having a lot of fun. Hopefully we can get quite a four... Quite a few more out to you guys. Sorry. <laughs> I'm out of it. I'm ready to eat dinner. I don't know about you guys.
1: Oh, dude, I'm ready to eat dinner. Oh, I've got some stuff on the oven. But, uh, yeah. I got chicken Alfredo. There you go. But,
2: anyways, guys, we'll end up getting into another conversation
1: about food. So let's wrap this thing up. Yeah. Thanks
2: for uh, listening somewhere in America.
1: Go check us out on Spotify, Apple, anywhere you listen to your podcasts. We're everywhere by now. Uh, Don't forget to tune in weekly. We'll we'll post stuff on Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff. So, yeah, go check us out. Give us a review. Share with your friends.
2: Let us know what you think, guys. We're, uh, We're barely starting out. We're trying to get it going.
1: Feedback is always welcome. We'll check you all back on Somewhere in America.